WBNE. Hello, and welcome to episode 126, all about Ralph Bakshi's The Lord of the Rings, part two, being the 126th part of That's What I'm Talking About. My name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC and what up? It's recording Mary Clay. I mean, it's always recording Mary Clay, but this is Mary Clay from uh, about two weeks after we recorded this episode here to tell you that this is part two of the episode that I recorded with Delia and Bayana of Black Girls Create about Ralph Bakshi's nightmare fuel, I mean, movie called Lord of the Rings. It's quite a trip. As always, there are links in the episode description if you are interested in watching this movie, if you haven't already. I can't say I would recommend watching it, but it certainly is an experience. Maybe watch it with friends or with lots of food and snacks, and uh, maybe also have the lights on while you watch it. I did, in fact, have a nightmare where I was in a zombie apocalypse, but instead of the zombies, they were Ralph Bakshi's versions of the Black Riders, and it was terrifying. It was legitimately horrific. It was awful. I remember at one point in the dream being like, wait a minute, this is a dream. I don't have to be experiencing this. And then I woke up. Thank God. Anyway, if you haven't done so by now, make sure to go back and listen to part one of our conversation about this uh, interesting movie and then come back and listen to this episode. So they are traveling. Obviously, they get caught in that big snowstorm and they decide that they cannot go that way anymore. And so they spend a while debating what to do next. Then they decide to go to Moria. This yeah. is where, you know, we get we see more of Gimli. Mm-hmm. He's so tall. He's yes. not a dwarf. He's not a dwarf. <laughs> but he looks like he's one just... of the seven dwarves. Like he's but he's tall. Yeah, exactly. He's normal size. He has a big bushy red beard. And then he has like um like a floppy hat. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me knit, knit hat. If if y'all have seen like the I mean, I assume that your audience like is very much into Lord of the Rings. Like if you watch the like behind the scenes and the extended editions, it reminds me of Jonathan Reese Davies who plays Gimli. Like when you see him behind the mm-hmm. scenes and you know without all of the like yeah he's special he's effects. Like he's super yeah. tall and like this really big dwarf. Like that's what <laughs> this was giving for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd like just for maybe that's what happened is they forgot to size him down. Right. They forgot to do that right. post. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was out sick that day and then it just never right. got fixed after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so they make the decision to go to Moria and they spend, you know, they have that sequence outside the door discussing what to do. They eventually get it open and Legolas and Gimli are talking and they're like, Oh, I see. We merely had to speak friend. No, say friend. And then enter, and Gimli's like, it was simpler times back then. And, back in my um, day. <laughs> yeah. So then they all go in, and then this is the single worst moment I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, <laughs> this is when I was like, I would like to turn this off, please. Um, the the watcher, the like monster in the lake, starts sneaking up, and we get, um, you know, Frodo's almost taken, and then they save him, and they start running inside. And we see the tentacles start to slowly wrap around Bill. And then the tentacles go, Bill the pony, I should say. <laughs> Not just like, can you just, just imagine if there's a, t- there's a tenth member of the Fellowship of Human named Bill, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, and Bill. <laughs> anyway, Bill the pony is there. Um, and then the door, the tentacles of the monster pull the doors of Moria shut. And we just hear someone saying, Bill, oh, poor old Bill. It's just, it was so unnecessary. Yeah. It, the, I, I just was speechless. But at the same time, I was screaming. No. What? What? You're kidding. You're kidding. They killed Bill the Pony? And just the way that Ralph Bakshi chose violence. (laughs) The most violent (laughs) end for the most pure character in the entire series. He, like, he did not have to kill off Bill the Pony. Because we didn't even see him. Like, for the most, there was, like, maybe one other time where we saw Bill. Yeah, literally, like, like, oh, Bill, yeah. Like, I think he was, or Sam was pulling him through Mm -hmm. the trees or whatever, but that was one other time. You could have just never brought him back and it would have been okay. I would have been fine, you know? I didn't need to question what happened to him. Um, I, just awful, awful. And at that point, that was when I was like, this is a terrible movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
poor old like, that Bill. was the line. That was the line. And Bakshi is so far over it. There's no going back anymore. So we move onward into Moria. And every now and then you see like there are like eyes glowing in the mm-hmm. background. That's Gollum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, like Pippin's hair color changes. I don't know if you guys noticed yes. that, but it's when he goes over to yeah. the well and he's like blonde now. That's okay. Yeah. So I was like, I couldn't tell, like, is this an intentional choice or like, okay, some of the animation styles, you can't really say that, more like tricks to try and like make things animate faster, like involve processing, like real like footage, semi-processing it. They talk about it in the folding ideas video, but I wondered as I was watching it this time, I'm like, is it because later in the processing, they're like, well, his hair looks blonde here. And I don't know how we're going to fix that. So we're just going to animate it blonde from now. Like, I wonder if there was just a point where they realized, ooh, yeah. this is a problem. Let's just change it. And maybe nobody will notice. No one will notice. <laughs> yeah. Except for this one girl on a podcast <laughs> 50 years in the future. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I should I should also mention it, it's very all the different like animation styles are very apparent here in moria Mm -hmm. because there are some scenes where it's just even before like the monsters come into play really where it's just like the fellowship look kind of grainy in some instances and then you like you cut up closer and then they're more clear again and then it's just all over the place this is really when it starts Yeah. yeah getting all over the place i appreciate that this is that they, they stuck with the original material where Pippin goes over to this well, looks at it, and makes this deliberate choice to drop a pebble down yeah. the well. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Absolutely love that moment in the mo- in uh, Peter Jackson's version where he the skeleton drops down and then the bucket drops mm-hmm. down and very comedic, great. But that's like, oh, that was an accident. He didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. Pippin meant to. D- yeah. He meant to. He looked he at the like, well and was like. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when Gandalf was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, just just chilling. <laughs> just wanted, I wanted to see just how wanted, deep it was. Yeah. And of course we get, fool of a took, throw mm-hmm. yourself in next time. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like some weird like clicking noise that comes from, because they like kind of pause and they're like, okay, good. There's nothing. And then there's mm-hmm. like a clicking that comes from the well. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Not mm-hmm. a fan. And then they keep moving through Moria. They get to Balin's tomb and start reading the, you know, account that was left behind. And Legolas is kind of standing off to the side and Aragorn goes over and says, Legolas, what do your elf ears hear? <laughs> Just kidding. He doesn't mm-hmm. say that. But he does have elf ears as opposed to elf eyes. And Legolas is like, what do you hear? Um, I mean, Aragorn says that to Legolas. And then as they're reading this account, you know, it says, you know, they are coming. And then it's like... And that's the end of it. Pippin says, like, I don't want to be here anymore. And there's a moment Gandalf, like, reaches out with his hand and it almost looks like he's just going to, like, grab his face and, like, (laughs) throttle him. But then he, like, cups his his head instead and is like, I know, we'll be leaving soon. And I'm like, oh, he's being so sweet to him, despite the fact that he threatened him with violence (laughs) 10 minutes ago. Then all of the orcs, I think these are, I don't know if these are orcs or goblins, mm-hmm. um, but they, yeah. they're they here. <laughs> I don't know what to make of them. I mean, but- to be fair, I don't think Bakshi knew what was supposed to yeah. be here. True. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't really distinguish much between any of these, like Bad the guys. riders, yeah. kind of... Um, uh, aside from like the first couple scenes where we see them where they're like fully animated um, and they're like those black figures, the writers kind of look similar to the orcs who mm-hmm. are kind of similar to like I think in the book these are goblins at this point. Yeah. Um, so and then there's also a troll who is just kind of bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, he doesn't really distinguish between any of these creatures they're all just like bad guys and they're creepy and they Mm -hmm. have fangs and red eyes yeah they start battling and suddenly we are in slow motion for whatever reason we're in slow motion let's drag this out even more and they are able to run away and they start crossing a bridge and then uh the balrog shows up (laughs) let's talk about this balrog shall we (laughs) I describe it as a mixture of Mothman 
Okay. And a minotaur. Minotaur mm. is what I'm getting. Okay, yes. Minotaur, yeah. And I was thinking, like, just, like, these dragon wings. And then, like, the... I, I don't know. It's Something interesting. about it broke me when I watched it the first time. I it's think it the, was, like... I think it was, like, the whole movie up until that point was so ridiculous. And I was just sitting there, like, what is going on? And then it showed up. I was like, oh, okay, I, I can't anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm broken See, up. I think at that point I'm I was broken. just like, okay... I mean, that makes sense, given <laughs> oh, no. everything else that I've seen so far. No, I was like, this- ah! Like, I might have screamed. Like, I don't know. I was I don't just know like, to- oh my god. I need to, like, go back and see from my recording that I did while watching, like, what was my first reaction. Here comes the Balrog! What is up with this? Like Minotaur. I need to find, I think I took a picture, so I need to find it. Because... I don't know how to explain <laughs> it, but like, have you ever, like, you know, there's a lot of meme videos around the internet, like where somebody might like superimpose like a paint image onto like, and like animate with paint. Like you've seen that? I felt mm, like yeah. that's the equivalent of what we were getting. Like, not that the rest of it had been great quality, but I felt like that Minotaur or Valor Yeah, that's the up, other thing is like. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, putting the dis- putting the design of the Balrog aside, the actual like animation and like the way like its movements are just it's not so bad. there, it's you know, so bad. like oh my gosh. to the point where I'm like, enough, like you can obviously outrun him. this Out- dude. Yeah. <laughs> or just like push him over, like a good push, like <laughs> like two of y'all just give him a good shove. I think it's going to be all right. I Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so bad. And I like this is where because we mentioned earlier, like how tree beard is completely animated. And I'm like, this needed to be animated, mm-hmm. like totally. The yeah. fact that you yeah. have somebody in this weird costume. Yeah. Doing these like, who be <laughs> Yeah, because he probably movement. can't. Yeah, the dude oh in the God. costume probably cannot move if they gave him. I don't know if they would have animated the wings on or if like the costume that they had him in. Lord, I don't know. Had the wings, but like. Doesn't look like he's moving very fluidly. And like, I don't want to ignite that debate in your comments, but like the fact that what what a decision to not only give the Balrog wings when that is also contested, but they're functional wings. (laughs) What? Okay, so the thing with the Balrog and wings, I did not know until I watched. Um, the folding ideas video this morning oh. that there was oh, so no. much debate surrounding oh, <laughs> does the Balrog have wings? Mm. And this is actually this is a really fun part of the video where he kind of goes off on this totally like the uh, like does it matter at the end of the day if the Balrog has wings or not? It does. No. <laughs> Because either way, you know, he takes Gandalf down with him, you know? So, like, but whether or not he has wings, it doesn't okay. change that story. But it but it's like, does he, matter because if he can fly, why doesn't he fly why he out falling? of the I know, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm and sorry. So, like, that's what he talks about. No, so that, that was the thing. Watching the video, he goes into this huge rabbit hole where he's all of us like I don't did I reach out to him or not I can't remember I've emailed like so many random people <laughs> like, hey you want to come on my podcast that I can't remember who I've emailed or not um, I might have emailed him a couple weeks that's ago that's amazing he's great not even just that video but he he's a great content creator but, anyway. um, but he uh, clearly that must be a topic that he's very passionate about because he fully went down the rabbit hole and like described all these like on like this Wikipedia page and on this, you know, article and in this, you know, the Tolkien Society says this and blah, and I'm just like, oh my God, that was so much information <laughs> about the Balrog's wings that I d- had no idea was it's such a, a point of contention. Wow. Did you yeah. imagine, okay, well then I must know, like, I just need to know for me, did you, when you first read it, did you imagine the Balrog as having literal wings, the appearance um, of I wings? I don't think I necessarily, I'm really bad um, reading books at like picturing exactly mm-hmm. what's described mm-hmm. in my head and it's more like a vague idea mm-hmm. and so I probably reading it just was like oh it's like some like monster sh- like shadow fire monster mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I necessarily thought of it as having wings or not I don't know I would like to go on record that I think it has the aesthetic of wings but not actual wings thank you <laughs> Okay. What is Fiona, do you have a, do you have would you like to weigh in? <laughs> I no. I don't either way. <laughs> she does not care. But these are functional wings. It might not. 
<laughs> and by saying these are functional wings, they're functional wings in that this this Balrog flies down and then lands with a thud and then does not use them ever again. Also, just the physics of it. If it's that heavy, how are these wings working? I don't know. It's it's a mess of a Balrog. That's, that's yes. to say the least. Also, mm-hmm. like they're not scared of it. Like the the bad guys, we don't know what they are, but like the bad guys just kind of like part. They're like Oh, you're here. Cool. Let's now just you. I come guess maybe on that they consider him their leader yeah. as opposed to yeah. In the movie, the Balrog is the thing that scares them. So I know, have you guys seen that video? It's like an old woman watching Lord of the Rings, and the video is on uh, the movie, and then they see like that light at the end of the tunnel, and them being like, "Uh oh!" And then the person holding the phone pans over to this old woman watching, and she goes, "Here comes the Balrog." <laughs> No, but that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh my that god, I will message wonderful. it. Please. Guys. I think about I think about her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so here comes the Balrog. Gandalf fights him, breaks the bridge, the whip like gets wrapped around his ankle and he gets pulled down. Um and then they the rest of the fellowship go outside Moria and regroup. <laughs> This is my favorite line ever. Okay, so Frodo, uh, Aragorn is tending to Frodo, um, and Frodo's like, what's the point of going on? We have no hope. And Aragorn says, Then we must do without hope. There is always vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, John Hurt, so if y'all don't know, like uh, like the listeners, John Hurt is who plays Aragorn. Um, and honestly is serving these lines. Like I, he's great. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of, a lot of the voice acting is, is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I absolutely love, um, this. I don't think I've met an air, a version of Aragorn yet that I have not liked. I say that. I think I've only, I think I've, I've only, I've read one version and watched two versions, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're all great. I love, I love Aragorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For as goofy of a character design um, as mm-hmm. he has in this movie. Yeah. Can you just imagine? <laughs> so just picture Viggo Mortensen, right? <laughs> and, Sh- and also Sean Bean, you know, in Peter Jackson's <laughs> trilogy. But in the costumes that they wear in oh this my movie. Gosh. I would love, I, I beg, there's got to be somebody my out there listening. Closed, I'm imagining With it. the Photoshop I, skills required. I like, can please, already think of the person. I am, I'm begging, please. I want, I need, I need this for, for the meme of it and just for my own personal satisfaction. Just, yeah. Anywho. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Aragorn says there is always vengeance, <laughs> um, and then they're like, "Where do we go next?" And they're like, "We're gonna go to Lothlorien." And Gimli is like, "No, they're filled with evil, you know, elf witches mm-hmm. or whatever." And then Ar- Aragorn's like, "No, it is a safe place for us." And then they're just in Rivendell. <laughs> Obviously, I meant Lothlorien and not Rivendell. Anyway, moving on. It's just a hard cut and Galadriel is there. Yeah. <laughs> she they all kind of like walk by her and you know make eye contact and for, again this is a part where as a reader I know what's going on but they give no explanation cuz Sam looks at her and just kind of giggles. <laughs> and then Boromir looks at her and is so shady mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like don't look at me don't look at me mm-hmm. I appreciate that we get there's like a little montage um, set over the elves like an, uh, a song that the elves are singing for Gandalf mm-hmm. um, and so there's like a little montage of seeing the fellowship just hanging out just chilling in in Lorien, which is um, what happens in the book, mm-hmm. and I really loved those chapters of yeah. like they're just hanging out, mm-hmm. relaxing, you know, getting that rest, um, healing up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a cute scene of Frodo and Aragorn uh, yes! fighting, like practicing. Yeah, I was gonna say it reminded me of um, the Aragorn because Boromir shows up for a second too at the end, so it reminded me of like them when they were fighting with Merry and Pippin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Peter Jackson's. It's just so fun. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. I really feel like for all the flaws, like when I'm saying like positive things about this, don't if you haven't watched the movie, don't don't take it incorrectly. Like this movie's bad, but <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> no. Usually it's the opposite of like I know I've been complaining a lot, but actually this is a pretty good. No, it's the opposite. No, it's yeah, the opposite. yeah. <laughs> I have good things to say because they're there. You can see the pieces, but it's a bad movie. But I will say, as far as establishing the like bond between characters. And maybe not so much the hobbits, but you know, like 
with Aragorn and Frodo. Um, I feel like this movie does that really well. Like it feels mm-hmm. like you feel yeah. the camaraderie. I don't know that Peter Jackson's version does it as well. Like he does it with individual characters, but I don't know if like as a whole, the fellowship feels like this group of like yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, um, I kind of I felt like that scene uh, when they're trying to get the door to Moria open. Mm-hmm. I felt like they're kind of moving towards that because Gimli and Legolas are sitting there talking and you know having exchanges mm-hmm. about trying to get the door open and and whatnot. And so I felt like, oh, okay, they're setting up this you know friendly banter between the two. And then mm-hmm. that's kind of like the only time that happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is a lot of you know it's. It's hard, I guess, when there are nine characters and you're trying to adapt a trilogy, mm-hmm. but you're not adapting the full trilogy <laughs> and you're also animating it poorly. You know, he bit, he definitely, I get the impression that he bit off more than he could chew. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, for sure. I mean, there's also like, like, yeah, I mean, there's also the <laughs> similar with like The Hobbit, like there's the studio nonsense of it all too at play, like that probably mm-hmm. was like stringing him along and all that stuff. So some of it's his own fault. Like there is his work before wasn't great, but also on top of that, like it, this movie was never going to meet its potential anyway because of like studio shenanigans. Yeah. So actually, the film was originally intended to be distributed as The Lord of the Rings Part One, but United Artists dropped the Part One from the title, believing moviegoers would not pay full ticket prices to see half a movie, which mm. in our day and age is hilarious. Right. Super funny. <laughs> because <laughs> so many Part Ones. So many people paid a lot of money to see The Hobbit yeah. in three parts. Right. Mm-hmm. When it was the just one, one part, you right. know? Yeah. So, in our, you know, in our minds, we're like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, when we see so many movies that are just like, this is just one of many. You mm. know? Right. Um, but in that day and age, I say that like it was the 1600s or something. <laughs> you know, that was unheard of. And Historians so they, say. Yes, that's why it's just Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. And then you finish it and you're like, that was not Lord of the, that was, that was just Lord of the, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like we're almost there, but not quite. Yeah. (laughs) We have the mirror of Galadriel scene, which again, zero context as to like what's happening here or why, Mm -hmm. or um, also notice that like when Sam and Frodo are looking into the mirror, the things that they, we do not see the things that nope. they are seeing. It looks like a kaleidoscope. Like. Because they did, they probably did not have a budget to animate any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's just, it's like a green screen and it is very, again, that psychedelic, yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah, it's not just like, ooh, it's a shimmery, you know, silver bowl of water. Yeah, it's like... um. It's like rainbow or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, at one point, again, Frodo tries to offer the ring up and is like, well, then you should take it. And Galadriel just straight up laughs at him. Which I thought was, <laughs> I was like, like, boss move. <laughs> yes. But then she's like twirling around and like saying she's those like, oh. like lines instead of, you know, in place of a dark lord, you would have a queen. And I'm like, you're not like, this isn't. Well, the other thing is, I'm like, would it really be that bad? Because she's like, she's she's just chilling. She's like, this is be great. I'm like, that doesn't sound too terrible. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't be fine. I mean, I wouldn't be, um, uh, like, I would be fine if you were our Dark Lord. It's kind of like. replace Sauron. Yeah, it was giving a little bit, like, in American politics, we have, like, two, like, the two-party system. It's like, oftentimes, you don't like either candidate, but it's like. I could also be bad. It's like, you're less bad than him. So actually, like, maybe. Like, she wasn't yeah. giving the, like, as dark and be- It was just yeah, kind of like, she, I could be bad. Like, I, could, I could be bad. It'd be cool. And then she's <laughs> yeah. just like, I passed the test. <laughs> yeah. Like, this she's is just like, full, She is just, like, having a conversation with herself. Yeah. Neither Frodo or Sam, like, jump in and are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, she's just like... Ah, I passed the test. I remain Galadriel and I will diminish and go into the West. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's like, okay, what? cool. <laughs> cool. What Good does for you, any I of guess. that mean? No context. I would like to keep oh, the laugh, though. If I could take anything from that and put in Peter Jackson's version, t- I, the yeah, laugh, where she just, just like laughs yeah. in Frodo's face. I think that's great. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, honey, that's no, real cute. That's right. I think that's an option. No. <laughs> that's hilarious. They leave Rivendell. No, wait, where were they? La- Lothlorien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they leave Lorien. 
Um, and we hear like Aragorn's voiceover and he's like, and now we have to make our decision. Will we go to Gondor with Boromir? Will we go to Mordor uh, with the ring? Or will we break our fellowship? And Sam says, well, I'm going with Mr. Frodo. And then Aragorn goes, I know that Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he is so done with him. We get it. You stand your boss. We got it. Like, right. Oh my God. It's so funny. He caught the look after his story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. He's that. fully in love. He was yeah. like, yeah, I can tell. He's like, I know you're in love. It's fine. It's like in those books where it's like, yeah, I have feelings for this person. And every other character is like, yeah, you're the only one no, that didn't know. know that yet. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. I don't remember what happens next, but I just wrote Boromir hella sus. That's <laughs> all I wrote. So I'm assuming now, uh, you know, they're deciding what to do next. Um, and uh, Frodo's like, I need a minute to think. And Boromir's like, hmm, I think I'm going to go check on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, of course, have that conversation. Yeah. Boromir's like, let us use the ring. And Frodo's like, you're an idiot. It turns everything to evil. Then Boromir says, true hearted men will not be corrupted. And I'm like, well, that's not you. You're already corrupted and you haven't even touched the ring, sir. Yeah. <laughs> However, that is definitely your brother. Your brother is a true hearted man who does not make it into this adaptation. We will get there. The Faramir <laughs> disrespect continues. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love him. Um, He is my child. Um, <laughs> but also, I want to marry him. I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the conflicted feelings I know <laughs> Frodo runs away and then Boromir comes back and is like I don't know Frodo's just gone weird <laughs> I don't know what happened it's the he fact that off. he comes back and is like oh I don't know I'm like Boromir please <laughs> sir you've been gone for almost as long <laughs> oh my god so they uh, split up and Aragorn and Sam are running together and then Aragorn's just like sprinting and is like come on Sam keep up in front and Sam's just like waddling along <laughs> and then he's like come on Sam think about this um, and so he goes back to the boats uh, and then Sam goes after Frodo and right now on TikTok the mountain goat song is trending where it's I am drowning yes I have <laughs> there is no sign of land I'm not on TikTok <laughs> but I have heard that that has been trending yeah so that's just that's just what popped into my mind Frodo saves him and then Sam's like I'm coming with you and you know whatever so they leave then back on land with the rest of the fellowship Boromir is no Merry and Pippin stumble upon all the orcs who are just there or maybe there was a scene earlier where it showed like Saruman like building up the army and like sending them out, but it must have just been like a quick flashback to him. Anyway, so the orcs are there, and again we switch animation styles where like everything is red now, and they're like kind of more outlined, um, mm-hmm. and it hurts my eyes. Yeah, Boromir comes in, tries to save them. Rip does not. <sighs> this is very momentous for me and the podcast because. The first spoiler I learned, this was a couple months into the podcast. I hadn't even, I was like maybe halfway through fellowship. Um, The first spoiler I learned is because of this movie. I did a Google search for like cartoon Lord of the Rings. And then the third result on Google was a couple recommended videos on YouTube. And then there was like two of them. That was maybe like a trailer and then something else. And the third one was titled Boromir's Death. I didn't know that. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. So that was the first spoiler I learned, and it is because of this movie. (laughs) And so watching this movie now, like now it's it's been like over two years Mm -hmm. since that originally happened. Was just it was just like so funny for me to be like, this is where it all began, (laughs) sort of. (laughs) Yeah. Boromir dies, obviously, just like we know happens. Same. Merry and Pippin get taken off by the orcs, and Aragorn comes up. Oh, actually, sorry, going back just a bit, when Boromir does come back after Frodo runs off, Aragorn is, like, fully ready to fight Boromir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And is mad at him. And uh, now, obviously, he's like, well, I guess you're dying. I guess I'll be nice to you. Mm-hmm. And Boromir reveals, he's like, I asked Frodo to give me the ring. And he reveals that Merry and Pippin are gone. And he's like, but I do not think they're dead. And he dies. Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli send him off on the boat that's on fire also and then they're like all right let's go orc hunting and then this is you know where fellowship of the ring ends yeah Mm -hmm. then it continues and it's just legless gimli and who else aragorn (laughs) 
just run running montage <laughs> and some points it goes into slow motion mm-hmm. um and then some other times we see the orcs running um and it's it's it goes on for a while yeah and i'm like okay i get it i'm not yeah. gonna lie um on this rewatch when i because i knew i was like okay i'm skipping the running skip <laughs> skip <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm like, we don't need this. I get Mm -hmm. it. They're on the run. Right. And it's even worse because when we show um, the orcs running with Mary and Pippin, you can hear them crying. Yes. (laughs) It's so sad. Um, Again, this is whatever like, like creative element told Ralph Bakshi that the build a pony thing was a good idea. It's the same creative Mm like portion that was like, like, we should have them crying. (laughs) <laughs> want to make this worse? Yeah. Um, want to give people more nightmares? Yeah, The we have lots of scenes with the orcs just, like, being mean to Merry and Pippin, and then they kind of, like, turn on each other and start fighting a bit. This is where we get that wonderful scene in Peter Jackson's We Ain't Had Nothing But Mad Red for Three Stinking Days. Leading up to, of course, the most famous line, looks like meat's back on the menu, menu, boys. (laughs) Um, Not nearly as fun here. But then the Rohirrim show up. Um, And they are something. Yeah. (laughs) Quite. (laughs) Oh, we're so loaded. Like, um... It's and it's just and they have a long battle sequence too that we even we come back to them yeah. like still having a battle. Mm-hmm. It's and, yeah, and it's hard to like watch because everything looks the same like on both ends. Not. Yeah, and so it's just like I don't really know what's happening. Like clearly y'all are fighting, but I can't like I there's no know. individuality between exactly, people, yeah. so you can't really connect to it at all. I don't know a lot about video production, but like. Something I'm like y'all need to raise the brightness, the exposure. Something yeah. is like something. Yeah, it's off. Yeah, and like the thing is, is maybe I could understand doing that like outlining kind of technique, like minimal animation mm-hmm. for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But then this is where our you know good guys come in and they are animated the same way, and so there's nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly to differentiate them. And so this is where also. Up until, like, from here on out, there's not really anything exciting that happens. No. Yeah. It's so boring. Which sucks, because Two Towers is my favorite. Yes! <laughs> so like, mine, too. Watching it, like, this is not interesting at all. Like, it's very... This part of the movie feels very rushed and very much like they realized, oh, we're, like, we're running out of money, we're mm-hmm. running out of time, like, we need to... We need to get the ball rolling and finish the story. And, like, I just wonder why, like, I would love to know more about that process, why they went on. Because, like, I mean, Peter Jackson did it. Like, there's a very clear, like, cut here for the movie. And the movie's already so long. They didn't have to continue all the way into Helm's Deep, especially if they knew they were coming up on time. Like, I don't see what the harm was in just being like, you know what? I think... I think it maybe goes back to how they wanted to do this as a part one, part two situation, but they weren't sure that people were going to pay money to see multiple parts. So maybe they were really trying to cram it all into one movie to begin with and mm. then realized along the way they couldn't do that. Um, it, <laughs> it, This movie very much comes off as like, Bakshi did not like sit down and meticulously plan out anything. No, oh, no, no, not no. at all. You know, <laughs> not even a little bit. He was definitely going off vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like he was like, no, no, we can do this. We have, we still have time. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And everyone else is like, we don't have time. We cannot keep going. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Now. Oh, yeah. The Rohirrim show up. Yeah, that's right. And they start battling the orcs. Um, Sam and Frodo are bumbling around. Accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Gollum sees, you know, finds them uh, and joins the gang as well. And again, it's so um, strange how Gollum. Oh, actually, the one thing I did, he he does look very similar to the way that we remember him from Peter Jackson's version. But also there's a movie, I believe it's called Mac and Me. And uh, famously, Paul Rudd, every time he goes on. I think it's Jimmy Kimmel 
every time he goes on some talk show, he's always like, all right, and I have a trailer for my upcoming movie. And he always shows the same clip from this movie called Mac and Me. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, and it has a really low budget, like E.T. looking alien. And that's kind of what Gollum looks like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I would like more of Gollum. I like there's in the I think it's in the um, the other animated one. I don't. You haven't watched it yet, or you have? Have you seen Gollum? Uh, the Hobbit, uh, where he looks like a frog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I um, have seen that one. And so this is a much yeah, that one's wild. Yeah, this one's <laughs> much better. Like very much giving what Gollum was meant to give. I will say though, if you think back, I don't know either of y'all noted this, but like to like the 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 shadow play or whatever that they introduced the movie with. Like, however Gollum looks, there is not how. Yeah, in um. Yeah, in the prologue, he has um, it like have you seen they sell like Hobbit feet slippers, right? You know, yeah, really, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, like they're they're just you know regular slippers, yeah. but they're made to look like Hobbit feet, and that's what it looks like he's wearing mm-hmm. in that, and he also has like something on his hands, he's so long, mm-hmm. such that long, has like claws yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't use that as reference at all when they were going to animate no. it. They were like, no, nah, we're just no. gonna, they're not gonna remember at this point in the movie anyway. <laughs> Except they did, yeah, exactly. Except <laughs> right. <we did. laughs> <laughs> this girl 50 years from now <laughs> who won't shut up on a podcast yeah then Gollum joins the the gang and there's lots of like filling in of like exposition that we didn't see where Frodo's like good thing the elves gave you that rope Sam um, and then like five minutes later you know they're tying it around Gollum and it's yeah. hurting him do you want to know something I did not even notice that see this is what we're talking about though they expect you to fill in the gaps and you don't always notice when you do like I hadn't yeah. caught that but you're right they didn't show that they just said this Here's is the rope yeah. that They're they like, gave yeah. you wow it's a good it's a it's a lot of like just voiceover like well we better go do this thing before but and it's like oh okay. i guess yeah <laughs> back to yeah the urukai and rohirrim so much attention it was given to them in like this battle that they're having yeah it's super weird especially when helm's deep is like not that far off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And it's just also super weird because it's like, hey, you're trying to s- tell like a really big chunk of this uh, story, you know, and you're devoting, I don't know, 10% of it to this random battle. Yeah. Like, are we ha- like Bakshi needed a lesson in time management skills, I think. <laughs> Pacing, time management. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The pacing is all over the place. Because I think the first, I would say, like, the Fellowship of the Ring part of the story was pretty evenly paced. Mm-hmm. Like, we did yeah. move through things pretty quickly. But it was fine, you know. But, like, this is really where I'm like, okay, Jesus, this is, a, like, a lot's <laughs> happening and nothing is happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. The orcs refer to, so they refer to the Rohirrim as the white skins. Oh, and it took me for, <laughs> I, they forever did. to figure out uh. what they were. Because he, he comes over and he's like, the white skins are going to get you. And I'm like. What are we talking? Because also the the other thing is, you know, everything the way that everyone is animated right now, they're all dark. Right, right. <laughs> even even the Rohirrim. So it took me forever to be like, oh, they mean the 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 good guys, you know. Mm. So just <laughs> a lot of you know coding in that mm-hmm. phrase as well. That's a little too on the nose. Anyway, so that just took me forever to connect that dot. Yeah, it's just, it's, I hadn't thought about that taking a while. But yeah, if you had, again, we keep bringing back to like people who maybe this was their first experience. Like I am shocked that people walked away enjoying it because I need, if y'all have not seen it, I don't need y'all to watch it, but I need y'all to just look up like some stills because when you, we say that they're dark, like you can't comprehend what you're looking at really. It's just so poorly like the contrast is way off and it has to do with the processes they use. They did not use them well. So like everything's mm-hmm. so dark and undiscernible, yeah. which makes sense if you don't know what they're talking about already or, you know, your eyes have glazed over and you're not paying close attention or whatever the case may be. Like when things like that come up and they say like, oh, the white skins, you would be like, I was just like, what? what? Like, I'm confused. Who? Like everybody also, looks that's the something same. that, um, I'm pretty sure I don't think that's a phrase that like Tolkien no. used and it's yeah. definitely not something that like Peter Jackson used. So I'm like, wait, what? where is this like phrase coming from? It could also like from what we know, like it's like it literally could just be like because we know that there's 
animosity between the orcs and the Urukites? Like, is that a nod to that? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, right, exactly. I believe, like the it, like what you're talking about with this um, animation process, there was like one, there was some way that they would do it where like you expose mm-hmm. it. And then instead of like moving forward with the next step where like you colorize it or whatever, you go back and you expose it again. And so like that gives it this like really distinctive look. Mm. And I don't know. Again, I probably just like butchered what explaining whatever that process is. (laughs) But yeah, there's like a lot of different processes, processes (laughs) um, that, that they went through where the the final product is just so muddled right? that, yeah. like, you can't really make sense of it. I like that we in this scene we see Mary and Pippin, because um, this happens in the book, too, where they're kind of, like, scheming and, like, mm-hmm. tricking mm-hmm. the talking to the orc and, like, kind of, like, tricking the, him into, like, letting them go or, like, getting into a situation where they're able to escape. So that was nice that, like, we get to see, like, this version of Mary and Pippin is way more accurate to the book than, um, obviously, look, we all love Billy Boyd and Dominic right, Monaghan. Right. Yeah. They're excellent. We're never going to complain about that version of Mary and Pippin. Um, but they do kind of, like, uh, dumb them down a bit compared mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to how they're, like, in the book. So we get to see that side of them here. What did, I don't know what happened, but I wrote, okay, this is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Probably just how long that scene is or whatever, like their battle. Yeah. It's a long scene. And it's it's really hard to understand what's happening. Yeah, I'm just like, they're fighting. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Then Mary and Pippin escape into the forest, and they're like, one of them is like, well, if you had done any reading of maps when we were in Rivendell, you would know where we are. We're in Fangorn. We might as well be back in the hands of the orcs. And then they hear a booming voice, and then we cut to them being carried by Treebeard. Yay! <laughs> And this was a delightful little character. They really emphasized the the beard. The beard, part. yeah. They're like, we got to make sure, <laughs> give him a beard. <laughs> I thought he, I really, really, really wish we could have just gotten a fully, like, properly animated movie. Like, it, because the yeah. potential was there. And yeah. seeing Treebeard, like, it's been so long. And um, like we mentioned before, the more you go into the movie, the budget seems to run out. And, like, it becomes less and less fully animated. Not even rotoscope. They're just, like, not even... We just put some They're things not even on. trying not even at try. that point. Yeah. So yeah. Treebeard is like a wel- welcome, like, oh, okay, I see what this could have been. And it makes me wish that the whole thing was because it's kind of, like, it's not, I mean, if you're only coming from Peter Jackson's, like, um, trilogy, it's not really what you would expect of Lord of the Rings, but it is, like, this quirky, whimsical um, yeah. type of animation that I think fits the story as, like, Tolkien intended it. And also, it's kind of very... Uh, Ghibli a little bit the style like of Treebeard mm-hmm. I'm like yeah I would have loved to see more and we don't yeah. well and that's what's um so funny is this part is so brief and then nothing that's the last right. we see of it so they're like whose side are you on and Treebeard's like well I'm not on anyone's side but I'm definitely not on the side of those orcs mm-hmm. and then Mary and Pippin start clapping yeah <laughs> I love it! (laughs) As soon as they find out that Treebeard is not on the side of the orcs, I am just, I love it. I love them. They're so cute and sweet. And they, and then that's it. It it cuts to um, the next scene, and that's the last of Merry and Pippin. They were never seen or heard from again. (laughs) They were never seen of again. (laughs) Exactly. Then uh, Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas are walking in the forest. Um, unfortunately, there is no helmet kick, and Aragorn, John Hurt, did not actually break any of his toes <gasps> in this edition. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, it would have saved this movie, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we blow past all of that happening, and they are in Fangorn looking for Merry and Pippin, and then a figure comes out of the woods. Um, this is a scene, this is another scene that Peter Jackson um, took, you know, kind yeah. of took from mm-hmm, yeah. uh, Bakshi and used it to, like, uh, influence the way that he did the scene where Gandalf reveals himself as Gandalf the White to Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. So yeah, he he comes up and then they have like a group hug. Wait, but like he <laughs> also has on this like gray blanket just over his head. Yeah. And he's just it's like for the dramatic reveal. Twirling around and you're like, dude, <laughs> we can see your robes. We see you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all for the, the dramatic reveal mm-hmm. of I am Gandalf the White. <laughs> and then they're like, so what happened? Then he like 
you know, goes into the, I fell in and out of time, whatever. And then he says something like, I walked in and out of lens that are too horrible for me to speak. So now moving forward, let's talk about what we're going to do next. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like glossed over Mm -hmm. pretty kind of, kind of similar, honestly, to like how it's done in every other version of him coming back of like, "Mm, don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He was sent back to do this task and so now the next part of doing that task is going to Edoros is basically how they say it (laughs) and they are writing to Edoros and Gandalf is giving like description as we're seeing what's happening and he's describing Theoden and how he's been influenced by one of Saruman's servants Grimer (laughs) Um, and they're like okay how do we show that he that this Grimer person is a bad guy um and he's just like petting Theoden. Yeah, with like <laughs> I a hood on. Gross. What like... do you think of the character design of Grimer? It feels I can't even pinpoint it, like because I'm not from the '70s, but I feel like this is some sort of racial caricature. Like I don't know what kind. I don't know, but it's yeah. just so distinct compared to every he, other um, human. I'm like, mm. it made him very uh, like we weaselly mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of because when you see his face he has like a little thin mustache yeah what is yeah. that i i was uncomfortable <laughs> like i'm not trying to like you know place like modern ideals but i'm like he looks so distinct from the other humans who we've already called white skin it just right. seems weird like i don't know where yeah. back he's drawing from because i don't exist in the well, 70s um, but ooh. that's the like interesting thing about bakshi's other films is that a lot of them have like or like steeped in politics Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. are a lot of like political commentary and then a lot of these movies like cartoons from like this era usually have some kind of like once you learn about like the current events that were happening at the time of like oh this character is actually a representation like is actually um, representing Russia Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. you know like Like, this is an anti-war like whatever yeah there's always some kernel of that yeah I don't remember I don't my history class for for whatever reason my history class has always ended around like 1965 oh good like Martin Luther comes <laughs> into the picture Martin Luther King Jr. we learn about him and Rosa Parks and then like we have no more history to learn about and then America was I, yeah. I guess at that point our that that's history it. books were done being written mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like the 80 the 70s the 80s like, I'm really trying to think, like, what was, like, maybe, I guess, we learned about the Vietnam That's what War. That's y'all, y'all didn't learn about Not really. <laughs> Barely. I'll tell you what probably happened is that whenever we got to Vietnam, uh, the Vietnam War era in whatever history class I was in, it was probably the end of the year. And probably my teacher just put on Forrest Gump. <laughs> Mm. Actually, though, like, actually, though, <laughs> does that not sound accurate? That sounds pretty accurate to even my experience, oh my God. now that I'm thinking about it. But, like, <laughs> it's just so funny that, like, I've never learned about, like, the 70s and 80s and 90s in, like, a classroom setting, yeah. you know? So I guess kids today. I wonder do you guys if they know do. what happened. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder 80s. if they do now. <laughs> well, I know um, my little sister and I are a big age difference. I know they learned about, like, 9 11, and it was just so weird because she was born after 9 11. Like, for her to learn it as history was odd. Like, I was like, okay, I guess it makes sense that you would have to learn about that. So I assume that's 2001. So I assume they're at least touching on some things. Do they touch on the yeah. Bill Clinton scandal? How do you teach about that? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, the high schoolers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, listeners, what did you learn in history class? <laughs> Apparently, we, we don't remember anything of what was happening uh, in the late 70s. Yeah. I in got, terms of like political commentary. Yeah, I got 70s, 80s in college and like, well, like before that, outside of school and then later yeah, in college. Yeah, exactly. But not. I just am a history nerd. Like, I really like history. So I'm like, I think I just learned about that stuff, like, on my own time. Like, yeah, Yeah. I don't think it was ever... When you said the Forrest Gump movie, I was like, wait, yeah, they did do that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We, for sure, at some point, watched Forrest Gump. Um, And I'm trying... Another movie that we watched a lot for my, like, history classes was um, Remember the Titans. Really? I live in well, I live in Virginia, and so that's where it takes place. It mm-hmm. takes place like a couple hours, like outside of where we live. So like, there was always some time where like we would watch Remember the Titans, and uh, what else? And then maybe yeah, maybe like a documentary about nine eleven when it was September, when it was you know early September. Mm. It's like, hi kids, welcome to school. Here's a documentary that's gonna about the most traumatizing day in America's history. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> Gri- oh, yeah, that's right. right. Grimos. Like, How did we get here? Right, How did we get here? Some comment- commentary on something. He's a little sus. I don't know what the intention was, but, you know, make of that what you will. Yeah, no, I definitely see that. Yeah. And so uh, they roll up. Eowyn is standing there. She says nothing. She stands. <laughs> yeah. That's she's it. She's just beautiful. And she's like holding Theoden's hand, I think, maybe, or something, or like patting him on the shoulder. I don't know. Um, and then uh, Gandalf, you know, raises his staff. And I love this happens in Peter Jackson's version, too, where like Gandalf, it wasn't like he was trying to it wasn't like he was hiding the staff and then pulls it out and reveals it like he's holding it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And when he pulls it out to use it, Grima says, like, I told you to take his staff. And I'm like, he's had it the whole time. <laughs> like, OK, yeah. And then there's no real. So, like, we kind of have this, like, exorcism moment in Peter Jackson's mm-hmm. where like Saruman is dispelled from Theoden's body, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But this is like Gandalf is like, I saw him with Saruman. And Theoden's like, is that true? Grima, you can tell me anything. Tell me, is that true? And then he says nothing and runs off. Yeah. And not that's like how that part of the story is resolved. It's yeah. not a very solid scene. It basically was like, I saw him cheating with the girl next door, and Theoden's like, What? No, no, right. he would never. And Grimer's like, Well, <laughs> gotta no go. <laughs> My ride's here. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then Theoden's like, Oh, thank you for, you know, clearing my eyes whatever and then he's like and this is my sister daughter Eowyn and that's it yeah that was it (laughs) she literally might as well not be in the movie at all you know (laughs) yeah she doesn't say anything she looks a little bit like Galadriel honestly yeah yeah they were like "Eh, no one's gonna notice copy paste paste the two women (laughs) and then they write out to Helm's Deep and that's it They really, and it's so sudden. It's like, and now we're going to Helm's Deep. And now we're here. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. fine. I mean, at this point, though, I'm like, yes, let's, okay. Let's chop, chop. Yeah. I want yeah, to let's, <laughs> let's get through this. Let's end this now. Yeah. Um, and then Gandalf is like, I have to go. Bye. <laughs> and Theoden says, like a wind in the grass, storm crow. Or gone like a wind in the grass. Storm crow, mm-hmm. and I'm like, just what a great description of Gandalf. Truly. And then he asks Aragorn, "Is there any hope for us?" And Aragorn says nothing, and then they ride off. <laughs> He's just like, eh, "Let's go." <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you anything. Sam, Frodo, and Gollum are still just whatever. Um, Gollum is like he's sleeping. They're all sleeping, and Gollum, you know, has a conversation with himself, and then he's like petting. Frodo and then yeah. Sam wakes up and yells at him and he says is this when he says something about stairs I don't know I don't even remember I yeah, don't know I remember what happens in the scene I'm pretty this sure just something about it. he's like I know a way and then that's it yep um I kept waiting for Faramir to show up at some point that's so wholesome <laughs> so I was that like, you this saw is like it. roughly in the story <laughs> where like maybe they would encounter him if they're like maybe gonna skip all the dead marsh stuff right so then in Helm's Deep, Gimli and Legolas are talking, and Gimli's like, I like this place. It seems strong. I like these people. It's got good rocks. And then the battle starts. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's got good bones or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the battle just starts. Mm-hmm. Just zero mm-hmm. to 100 immediately. I don't know about y'all, but like, I wish they i don't know just don't have it i mean don't have it at all because this movie's long but also like you can't tell what's happening like i don't know what's happening at any given moment exactly so and they um replace like the background with like green screen of like clouds and storms Mm -hmm. and stuff so i really can't see what's happening i wasn't sure like is it meant to be just nebulous clouds or is it meant to be smoke like is there fires happening i don't know i don't know yeah it's not clear back she doesn't know either yeah Yeah. (laughs) There's just, like, a lot of random, like, screaming and grunting in the background as, like, orcs are dying or whatever. This is really where another part where, like, these mixture of animation styles is getting really jarring because, like, you'll see Legolas or Gimli and they're still normal and then all of a sudden they're, like, fighting against the, like, not normally animated Mm -hmm. bad guys Mm -hmm. or whatever. But then, like, the background, like, Rohirrim are animated the same as the orcs and it's all crazy and a mess it's also really tiresome for your eyes like your eyes are getting fatigued at this point which is in like again i'm not an animation expert or like even an artist for that for that matter and i just realized it makes me appreciate how much 
almost like science also goes into like these decisions. Like you have to know and understand like how human eyes perceive things right. and mm-hmm. not yeah. give them enough to keep it interesting, but also make it simple enough so you can understand what's happening at just a glance. But also right. don't give them so much that it's tiresome. Like these are all factors that I don't even think about as a viewer, usually watching these things, but watching this, I'm like, oh, you can do too much and it can get tiresome. And also cross the line where it's like, not only you're doing too much, it like, usually you want to do enough to where it's interesting, but you cross the line to where it's so much I'm bored. Like, cause I can't focus on anything. Yeah. And I'm just like zoning out at that Mm -hmm. point. Cause I'm just like, I'm assuming they're fighting and it doesn't look good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I would like look back at the screen and be like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, So they call, there's a call to retreat into the caves it takes them forever to retreat. Like, it's a long scene of them, like, running into the caves. Um, and then they shut the door. And Theoden kind of, like, rallies everyone. And I'm like, this Theoden, I've only known him for 10 minutes. He's already way better than <laughs> <laughs> trilogy, than yes. Peter Jackson's Theoden. Yeah. Because Theoden is like, I will not stand, like, sit here and die cowering in fear. Like, we will go out with a fight. And, you know, and he's like, who's with me? And they all get ready to, like, charge out again. Back with Sam and Frodo. Sam is like, oh, man, we're running out of food. This is, like, a very sweet detail that they kept in where Sam is, you know, concerned about, like, we're not going to have enough food for the journey home. And Frodo's like, oh, Sam, there's not going to be a journey home. It's so sweet. (laughs) sweet I love that 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 <laughs> um and then like he starts whistling for Gollum to come back i think and then Gollum's like all right this way hobbits is and then leads them off to mordor and that's it they are never yeah. seen or heard from again <laughs> yeah. we do not see them again yeah. like sam is just like helping frodo along and like i understand again like giving my given all of my like background knowledge from the book and peter jackson's movies i understand that like oh the ring is weighing heavily on frodo mm-hmm. um and that's why like he's kind of like stumbling and sam mm-hmm. is helping and like supporting him but like here it's just like whatever yeah <laughs> Who knows? Then back at Helm's Deep, they charge out from the caves and start, you know, get the second wind for the battle. And there's one point where the music starts feeling more triumphant. And I'm like, okay, this is when Gandalf is going to show up. And then I'm like, (laughs) where is he? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you go? (laughs) I think they're trying to be like, oh, we might be winning now. But then they're clearly not. So I don't know why. Yeah, they're like surrounded. It's weird. Yeah, they get surrounded, and then Theoden starts yelling for Gandalf. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Gandalf! Yeah. And then Gandalf shows up so much later. And he also, he only has like 13 That's what, okay. or like 20 yeah. guys like, with like him. Nobody. It's not like a whole are army. Like, oh, we got to run away. Oh, they're coming. And I keep expecting more to show up, and they never yeah. come. Because that's it. No. It's a, just like the small little army that it he's come just, back. It was Gandalf, I guess. That's who you were really looking for. And then um, we get narrator voiceover <laughs> that says, the forces of darkness were driven forever from the lands of, Mor- of Middle-earth by the valiant friends of Frodo. As their gallant battle ended, so too ended the first great tale of the Lord of the Rings. Amazing. And then there's the shot where Gandalf throws his sword, sword up. up in the air like it's a graduation cap. <laughs> it's perfect. No notes. Um, oh my god. And then the movie ends. And that's it. The evil and is defeated. I have so many questions because I'm like, okay, so that first part where it says and you know thus the evils were driven from middle earth forever by frodo and his friends and i'm like okay so is that just them like adding in this voiceover because they realize oh we're not gonna have time to do a part two so like this is how it ends frodo destroyed the ring um the battle of helm's deep solved everything um we're good but then it says then it's followed up with and you know thus concludes the first great tale so i'm like so then clearly they weren't the dark forces were not driven forever basically (laughs) it's just really not like I mean, there's a reason these stories were split the way that they were. And so, like, in trying to do it in this other way, like, the whole arc of the story is just, like, 
non-existent because you're like we started off on this thing and now we ended in a completely different place that has it has to do with the beginning but not really at all there was no ring in helm's deep there's no like nothing there's no conclusion (laughs) helm's deep is such a not well i love it like in peter jackson you know movies like i love it it's partly why two towers is my favorite just i just love that battle sequence however as far as like battles within the story like it's a meaningless battle essentially like if yeah. you were like, mm-hmm. I need you could cut that battle, make a different battle happen, and be let let that be the last battle. Like suddenly right. we're at Pelennor because this the story doesn't make sense anyway, and it's truncated yeah. as it is. If you're gonna it's be like, like just go oh, skip Rohan and go to Gondor, yeah, the then... evil is driven out, yeah. whatever. Like make it a different battle then. Like I don't understand. It's it's bad, and it's clearly obviously right. Like the production company was like, you we're still like stringing them along. Like maybe there will be a part two, but we can't be sure. So yeah. that left them to be like okay, the end question mark? Right. <laughs> um, I literally, that's what I titled my <laughs> notes the end question mark. That section, that like scene. That's that exactly last scene. what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, that's what's so ironic, I think, is that they chose to not name it Lord of the Rings part one um, because they thought it would hurt it. But a lot of people are saying, I think had people known going into it that it was only the first part, they would have been like eager to see part two. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's what's so ironic is taking part one out of it because they didn't think it would do that well is what hurt it in mm-hmm. the long run, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, there are plenty of other things that hurt <laughs> it as well. Right. <laughs> right. But that certainly didn't help. Um, I feel like in... This feels so much like in Toy Story 2 when uh, the toys are showing Woody their, like, TV show. And then the show ends and Woody's like, what happened? What happened? I want to see the next part. I want to see the next part. And then they're like, it was canceled. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? <laughs> and and that's it. Like, and thus concludes the first part. And it's like, that was it. Nope. Uh, that's, okay. that's it. And it's also, like, I don't, like, not even, like, like, beyond just the basic, like, plot of it all, like, that's not what happened. It's also offensive if you understand Tolkien's lore. Like, Sauron's not even the big bad evil. Like, Sauron's just, like, mm-hmm. the leftovers. The big bad evil was defeated, and not by some hobbits and his friends. Like, it was a big thing. Like, that had been done. Like, it's offensive. <laughs> like, Frodo, yeah. like, okay, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> it's, um, Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I am a better person or a worse person for having watched this <laughs> film, but um, I can certainly say with confidence that I I will not watch it again. I think what makes it bad because like you know there are bad movies that are enjoyable to watch, like the like the room yes. of it all. Like there are those oh my movies. God, yeah, this is not it, and I think it's because no. it has these like nuggets of you could see what it could be. Like it was like. You could have been exactly, good if this, right. this, and this. So it makes it actually less enjoyable if it had just been consistently terrible, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, it's like, don't string me along. Like, don't tease me with, like, these fun scenes and, like, cool moments or whatever. And then immediately the next scene you show me is just a disaster. Right. Yeah. Well, we've been talking forever, <laughs> just like I predicted. Thank you so much for joining me to discuss Oh my god, this nightmare fuel of a film. I was legitimately <laughs> haunted by those writers after my first viewing. I did not want to rewatch it, but I did. I we mean, made it. Shout out we to you. It. I've now seen yeah. it twice, all the way through. Oh my god. Not same. doing it again. I'm done. Yeah, okay, cool. Alright, cool. We're all in the same boat. Excellent. <laughs> now just delete it from my brain forever. Yep. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, what would you like to plug and share with the audience? Black Girls Create. Um, is a hub for black creators and critical fandom. Um, So we do honestly too many things to name um, under that (laughs) umbrella, but you can find all of it at blackgirlscreate.org. Yeah. Um, We have podcasts. We got a YouTube series. It's great. Um, We also have the Nerds Are Typing, which is a podcast where we like go through and use like personality typing, like the Enneagram and MBTI to like type different characters from different like nerdy properties but there are some memes there are some lord of the rings memes on our instagram at the nerds are typing 
I just mm-hmm. want to bring that up specifically because we're in good company. Lord of the Rings memes. It's what we like. Woo, yes. We love them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listeners, if there is a fandom you are interested in, I guarantee Black Girls Create has done something with it. You guys do like just so many different discussions on things. And Big I'm just nerd. Like, they're just yeah. like so smart the way that they like converse about these topics. And I'm over here like, anyway, Sam and Frodo looked at each other. Aren't they gay? <laughs> Well, no, we are very much on that say, agenda, I was going to say, we like, have a lot of that okay, as cool. well. Great. <laughs> you know, it's all about balance, all about balance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about as a proud member of WBNE. If you want to learn more about the network, you can go to WBNE.org, where you will find all of our shows like Bacon and Eggs. Howdy, Yokes. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Hill. And we host Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. It's the most roll-your-eyes-I've-seen-it-before concept for a show. But with new hosts, I promise. Each week, we sit down together and watch a beloved movie. We start by looking at some critical and concrete points and let our conversation flow from there. We've covered all sorts of movies, from Jaws to Little Women. From the Lego Movie to the Lego Movie 2. From Marvel to Star Wars. From Back to the Future to Back to the Future Part 2. And tangents from our frustrations with fast food. To discussing our fear of the Mighty Loon. So if you want a podcast that makes you laugh, download Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. With new episodes available every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts, and now on WBNE.org. Ghostbusters 2! I, I, my, my hope and dream was that you would say that. The cover is by Vaishon Brandon. You can support him on Instagram at Vaishon Designs. You can get merch for That's What I'm Talking About by going to tpublic.com slash user slash pod. Good news, guys. It's been a few weeks now. I say that. I think it's been maybe a week and a half since the redesign of Merry Christmas and a Pippin New Year went up on the shop. And uh, Warner Brothers is still not coming after me. So go ahead and get it while it's hot. Or you can get any other That's What I'm Talking About merch. Just make sure that if you are planning to get it in time for the holidays, whether you want it for yourself or for someone else, just make sure that you go ahead and order it in advance so that you're not frantically checking tracking links on Christmas Eve. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TolkienAboutPod. You can follow me on Twitter at MCWhatsUp and Instagram at MCTurnDownForWhat. You can support the podcast by becoming a patron. Go to Patreon.com slash TolkienAboutPod to explore the different tiers and perks that are available. You can join any tier level and help me support the fight against Warner Brothers. No, I'm totally kidding. I am not suing Warner Brothers yet. Uh, Or you can become a sponsor of the podcast like Taylor. Taylor, thank you so much for all of your support for That's What I'm Talking About. I love seeing you around in our Discord server, and I thank you so much for your support. Next week, we are beginning the end of the animated Tolkien movies with Rankin and Bass's Return of the King. Again, there will be a link in the episode description if you're interested in watching that. Um... There's definitely lots of thoughts that you will hear in the coming weeks, but let me just say it is way less eventful than back she's Lord of the Rings. I'll tell you what. Well, again, thank you guys so much for coming on. Do you have any parting words for the audience? I just, my brain is mush after all of that. Uh, I know. (laughs) Sam and Frodo are gay. That's my parting words. Boom. There. (laughs) If you you haven't watched this movie after listening to us, you should still do it and then never do it again. Yeah, I think one watch is worth it. Maybe not even a full watch. If someone can can come up with a drinking game. Yeah, oh, if someone can come up with a drinking game, I would watch it a third time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Listeners, if you have drinking game ideas, DM them or email or tweet. Only if you're over the age of 21, 18, outside of the U.S., (laughs) not condoning underage drinking. And that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) 